The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday, the 25th of October. In your Squiz today, the AOC makes their case for more funding. A number of explosive devices have been intercepted after being sent by mail in the US. Why residents of a small town north of Cairns are having their DNA tested. And Gold Coast Monopoly. This is your Squiz today. Uh, Claire, it's no secret that our Olympic performances have been on the downward trajectory since the early 2000s when we hosted in Sydney. We had our worst result in 24 years in Rio in 2016. Some, including the AOC, the Australian Olympic Committee, reckon a drop in funding is to blame. That's right. And it came to a head yesterday with Matt Carroll, who's the CEO of the Australian Olympic Committee, addressing the National Press Club yesterday, where he really pressed the claim for more funding. He says that the government needs to put in an extra $60 million a year for us to have a chance of really getting those strong performances that we've had in the Olympics of the past. Uh, there was a group also of high-profile athletes uh, from those Olympic sports who came forward and uh, have um, signed a group letter uh, as well to say that they're concerned about these sports becoming um, very mediocre and that um, yeah, certainly performances uh, and their ability to compete on the world stage is being diminished without enough money going into those sports. And they did get some extra funding, $50 million from the sports minister. Yeah, $50 million over a couple of years, which is well short of the $60 million a year that the AOC says that they need. But, you know, it's one of those really interesting things that comes up from time to time. We really like our athletes doing well at the Olympics, but I guess given we're in this part of the cycle, which is a couple of years out from an Olympics, but also heading into an election campaign, now's the time for them to start agitating for uh, more money. And um, clearly what they're looking to do is to get the public very much aware that funding is directly correlated to those medals and to those good performances. And the next Olympics will be held in 2020 in Tokyo. Uh, The US Secret Service has intercepted a number of explosive devices sent to prominent people and organisations sent via mail. President Barack Obama, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, the Secret Service intercepted parcels, um, explosive devices um, with some powder, um, and that's caused quite a stir. Also, media outlet CNN, um, there's others, um, a guy called um, George Soros, who is a big um, democratic and liberal cause funder, uh, looks like it's sort of coming to those more um, liberal, as they call them in the US, um, organisations, although I don't know whether the CNN's that liberal, but certainly someone's got um, a bee in their bonnet about them. Uh, President Donald Trump has condemned the acts, but, yeah, it's sparked all sorts of commentary already given it's um, only been a few hours since this happened uh, about the political divide in the US and, and the rising tide of public anger there. Back here, the residents of Wongeti Beach, which is a small community, like less than 100 people north of Cairns, are having their DNA collected for analysis, Claire. That's right. It follows uh, the killing on the weekend of a 24-year-old woman called Toya Cordingley and she disappeared while walking her dog on Sunday and she was found um, near the beach on Monday and it's shaken up locals there, of course, yeah. who just don't want to believe that someone that lives amongst them in that, that very small town uh, could have attacked her uh, and taken her life. And, yeah, having um, their DNA collected, of course, it's um, looking at 
um, people, you know, have got nothing to hide, then it's not a problem, but also others who are concerned about their own, um, you know, rights and yeah. privacy and, and all sorts of things. But, um, yeah, Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk weighed into this yesterday, of course, to say what a lot in the community are feeling, which is that, it, you know, a, a young woman taking a dog for a walk on a Sunday and that something like that just shouldn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the backstory to this one is, is pretty great. Last year, Jimmy Chu, the shoe designer, met Noongar artist Peter Framer. Uh, he's an Indigenous artist and they met through mutual friends. They collaborated on a pair of shoes. It's a great story. They're pretty fabulous shoes. But it's gotten Julie Bishop into a bit of strife. Well, she's declared the shoes, so someone gave them to her as a gift and she's declared them as a gift. But, uh, of course, in this week where Senate estimates uh, are going through the details of all sorts of bits and pieces, um, the Labor Party has stumbled across this piece of information that um, Julie Bishop declared that she was received a gift of some shoes. The shoes are, are pretty fabulous shoes and potentially could be worth quite a bit of money because they're um, a limited edition and, and fairly beautiful um, pair Jimmy of heels. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, look, no one's saying she's done anything wrong. It's just that they're very expensive shoes and she likes her shoes, but, yeah, it's, um, you know, anything So you're supposed to, to pay the difference of anything worth over $300 and I think that's where she's in a bit of... Yeah, and it's all conjecture about how much those shoes are worth. So, Well, people can decide for themselves. Go online, have a look. Yeah, (laughs) brighten up a dull day in Canberra. Yeah. And whilst we're on former leaders, I keep hearing – so Malcolm Turnbull's off to represent Australia at an Oceans conference in Bali. Can you give us this one very quickly? Why is he going? Why are people arguing about it? This sort of answers the question, remember, when Malcolm Turnbull left that Scott Morrison had made some sort of provision in uh, his um, retirement, I guess, from Parliament that there could potentially be overseas travel. So clearly this is the sort of thing that the government has in mind for him. All sorts of questions, of course, about why why isn't a a government minister going to that. Um, But, of course, others saying, well, Malcolm Turnbull is actually very well known and well liked by a lot of the players there, including the Indonesian president. Whether it's right or whether it's wrong, we'll wait and see. But, um, yeah, lots of questions about why someone in the government isn't representing Australia's interests at, at at a conference like that. Gotcha. Um, There's now also Gold Coast Monopoly. There is. It's a thing. It's going on sale. (laughs) They do Um, love property up there. (laughs) They do, and they have lots of prominent places that they can put around the board. So the theme parks are there, Pacific Fair Shopping Centre, Main Beach, and, yeah, it's um, no doubt lots of fun for people who want to get something a bit unique for Christmas who live up that way. Yeah, I've already got someone in mind who might like that. Uh, The subject line, what have we got? You Little Thief, which is proper Mm. 80s territory, Kate, and I don't know. (laughs) You will know it when you hear it, but Fergal Sharkey back in the day, um, yes, goes to our Squiz Sayings this morning, which um, is about a Belgian store owner who um, was accosted by five or six, I think, um, armed robbers at his e-cigarette store on the weekend. Oh, this is great. And he told them, um, and I think they came sort of late morning, he told them to come back later when he had more cash after <laughs> operating for the day, and they did. Uh, twice he told them to go away and come back. And, of course, by the time they got back the second time, the police were there to get them. That is hilarious. That's Surely that's not true. 
Well, it's in the media, so it must be true. It's true. Um, jump into the Squeeze Today email. There's heaps more in there. There's two book packs from Alan and Unwin that we're giving away this week to some two people who read it every day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're available on all podcast platforms. And we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. Quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.